So I'm still I'm still pulling up all kinds of tabs. Nice. Just tab, 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 tab. Um. Tap, 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 tap. Do, do, do. <laughs> what? Da, da, da. That's that's me after I open too many tabs. <laughs> and then my my brain goes. Dirt. Do you need to like? Do you want to like find all the definitions like sticky note them? No, I'll just, we'll flip through. Yeah. Uh, that lovely, lovely page flipping audio. Yeah, and then I can spout my catchphrase. We can edit that out later. <laughs> I don't know if that's a catchphrase. Do you leave it in when I say that? Uh, I have not bothered to listen to, you know, I don't like the I don't like the sound of my own voice. I I can't. I think in episode two I might have left one of them in. One one of the we can edit that out. Yeah. Well, for those for those of you not in the know, for those of you that aren't in the room when we record this, which is all of you, most of you, I say that at least ten times an episode. Yeah, probably. But that's neither here nor there. I'm Brian Fernando. I'm Abby Touche. And these are all the words, all the Halloween all, edition. All the spooky words. Finding the exact words to fit your ideas is one of the first steps in building your vocabulary. interested in new ideas when those ideas are expressed in well-selected words. These are, these are, these are hollow words. No, that's no. bad. That's bad. <laughs> no. <laughs> a for, wait for, a it, wait for it. Wait for it. We can edit that out later. <laughs> <laughs> you get an A for effort. That's but an F for execution. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Silence that cell phone. I can't help it. I'm getting memes. What is Shannon sending you? Speaking of spooky. <laughs> yeah. My goth friend, Shannon. Uh, it's a it's a Halloween meme. And it's just, it's a it's a sad skeleton because he didn't scare anybody. Aww. If you think about it, like, just like the horror genre in general, I think about how much of it is, like, centered around, like, your body. And you think about it, so a human body, if you break it down into its constituent parts, so it's a skeleton surrounded by blood and gore mm-hmm. that's powered by a ghost. Yeah. That's a good summation. So that is that is what a human body is. It's like all the things that we're afraid of put together. <laughs> so we thought this would be a good opportunity. I lost the list. Okay. Ah, the list of the words. The list of the words. Rejected podcast title. <laughs> the the list dot 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 of the words. Dot dot dot. Dot dot dot. <laughs> yes. Halloween noun. The evening of October thirty first. The eve of All Saints Day. All Hallows Eve, observed especially by children in costumes who solicit treats. Often by threatening minor pranks. <laughs> uh, coined 1550. Halloween is old as shit. I don't know how this never caught on, but, uh, oh, well, this is actually, this is, this is for, 
All All Saints Day. But another thing that they call All Saints Day is Hallowmas. 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 Like Chris, like a cross between Halloween and Christmas. Yes. Nice. I don't know why that never caught on. I don't. I don't know. We're was, gonna hold on. We're gonna take this second to close the window. So you don't have to hear the all these wind all and... these cool guys and their lifted trucks outside. Yeah. Or their motorcycles flying by. Abby, if you'd like, you can you can say my catchphrase. <coughs> we can edit this out. Okay, this is blowing my mind. So remember, I'm just I'm just gonna say it. I, I don't know how to like go into this gracefully. Sawin. 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 S A M H A I N. I'm guessing it's Irish. Okay. Samhain, a festival of the ancient Celts. There you yeah. go. Held around November 1st to celebrate the beginning of winter. Okay. But interestingly enough, well, I mean, it's probably been around a lot longer than that. Uh,. But it's saying here that the word itself was coined in 1885, which that seems suspect to me. Is Sus- this like a, a speculative? Suspect how? So it's a festival of the ancient Celts, but the word's only been around since 1885? Yeah, like, should be much older than that. Yeah. Um, so now I'm on that other that other resource... That that one encyclopedia that's on the internet and also free and open source. Yeah. You know the one. Uh, Samhain is a Gaelic festival marking the end of the harvest season and the beginning of winter or the darker half of the year. Traditionally, it is celebrated from the 31st of October to the 1st of November as the Celtic day began and ended at sunset. This is about halfway between the autumn equinox and the winter solstice. It is one of the four Gaelic seasonal festivals along with... Those three. Yes. Oh, M- those three. M M Imbolc, Beltane, and Lanasa. Lin- Nailed I- it. No. No, I did not. <laughs> Historically, it was widely observed throughout Ireland, Scotland, and the Isle of Man. Similar festivals are held at the same time of year in other Celtic islands. For example, the Brythonic Caelingiaf in Wales. Caelin... Guav in Cornwall, and I'm thinking that might actually be Callan. Callan Gwanv in Brittany. Both Celtic branches are roughly as old as each other. Samhain is believed to have Celtic pagan. Pagan. (laughs) I'm just having a real tough time announced with like normal words that I'd have regular experience with. Pagan or. Pagan origins, and there's evidence it has been an important date since ancient times. Some Neolithic passage tombs in Ireland are aligned with the sunrise around the time of Samhain. It is mentioned some of the earliest Irish literature and many important events in Irish mythology happen or begin on Samhain. We got fairies. Another phrase I'm going to mangle. A-O-S-S-I. I'm guessing it's house C, fairies, 
Samhain is seen as a liminal time when the boundary between this world and the other world could more easily be crossed, Ooh. which would allow the Alsea to cross over to our world much easier. Feasts were had at which the souls of dead kin were beckoned to attend and a place set at the table for them. Uh, people went door to door in costume or in disguise, often reciting verses in exchange for food. So very... Oh, in the 9th century AD, the Western Christian Church shifted the date of All Saints Day from the month of May to November 1st, while November 2nd later became All Souls Day. Over time, Samhain and All Saints slash All Souls merged to create the modern Halloween. Historians have used the name Samhain to refer to Gaelic Halloween customs up until the 19th century. Cool. And once upon a time, Samhain was actually spelt so that it didn't have an M or an H in there, and it was kind of spelt the way it sounds. S-A-U-I-N. Uh, etymology. Interesting. Comes from Old Irish saw, which is summer, and fwin, which is end. So summer end. Li- literally the end of summer. And so Old Irish saw comes from, have we talked about Proto-Indo-European? It's like the first language ever. I don't think we've talked about, like, anything in-depth linguistics-wise. Okay, I find Proto-Indo-European fascinating. So yeah, so Old Irish saw comes from the Proto-Indo-European, I'm guessing, psalm. So the M was at one point pronounced, and that is literally where the English summer comes from. Mm-hmm. It also comes from... Uh, well, I guess it would probably be, if I had to guess, it would probably be Germanic in origin, just English being a Germanic offshoot. But yeah, Psalm, which Proto-Indo-European is probably 5,000 years old. Made very, it, very old. Very old. Super old. Well, first language. Yeah. Um, Actually, if it's Indo-European, it's probably older than that. We're probably, probably not quite like 10,000 years old, but it's it predates any sort of written record or anything like that. That could be... That's like a whole other episode. Like, I can uh, tell you all yeah. the stuff I know about Proto-Indo-European. That'll um, be another episode. Maybe a side project. Yeah. Breaking down things more linguistically. Because I uh, love, my, love my nerd times. Anytime I can nerd out on some shit. What's next? October. What's the story in October? I mean, Octo is eight, but it's definitely the tenth month. Yes. <laughs> who who is to blame? Probably some Roman emperor. October, now in the tenth month of the year, contain containing thirty one days. Abbreviation O C T. Nice. Thank you. Thank you for reminding us that. Is also a British term for an ale or beer traditionally brewed during this month. Like Oktoberfest. Yes. It could it could literally be an October fest. Yes. You're drinking Octobers, I guess. It comes from the tenth century AD Old English. October, the eighth month of the early Roman year. See also September, November, December. 
So, just someone screwed up. <laughs> and that's why we've got 12 months, but they only go up to 10. And they're like, hey, should we, like, should we re- retroactively, should we, like, fix these? No. And then the guy that was writing the calendar was like, no, March. <laughs> that's when everything starts. Yeah, don't, like, don't. Well, because, like, on the one end, we got, like, January, February. We got, like, a nice little, like, rhythm going. And then towards the end, we got, you know, September, October, November, December. Like, should we stick with, nope, we're talking March, April, May, June, July. You're just making sounds, man. <laughs> I, Hey, which August. one of us is August? Uh, Which one of us is the calendar inventor? That's right. Get the printing press ready. No, no, hands. Mm-mm-mm. <clears throat> this one, this one, I looked it up and it literally just told me what it was, and I thought there'd be like a cool story behind it, and there is not. And I just randomly, I was flipping pages. Remind me to come back to the word meat axe. Okay. <laughs> Maybe not this episode, but just <laughs> I didn't know a meat axe was a thing. Does that mean that there's like a vegetable axe? Yes, <laughs> like there's d- different axes for different purposes. I imagine. I guess. Well, you you would have. Well, do you do you refer to like a normal axe? I guess if you like solely use it for chopping wood, like a wood axe, <clears throat> or when you use that term, is that referring? To the handle, because it's made out of wood? I don't know. I know I've heard the term wood axe before, though. I don't know. We'll go down this rabbit hole another time. (laughs) Yep, because that's... Yeah. So then, next Halloween-type word, or phrase, or whatever you want to call it, that I was just like, really, like, where did that come from, is everyone's favorite seasonal decoration... That old Jack of the Lantern. <laughs> Jack of the Lantern. <laughs> That's, yeah. Jack old Lantern. Yeah. It's kind of like the same the same way we say like, oh, it's like five o'clock instead of five of the clock. Yeah. Uh, Jack o' Lantern is, um, noun, a hollowed pumpkin with openings cut to represent human eyes, nose, and mouth, and in which a candle or other light may be placed traditionally made for display at Halloween. Two, a commercially made lantern resembling this. Three, (laughs) any phenomenon of light as a corona discharge or an ignis fatuus. Those are big terms. It... I imagine these are things that happen out in space. space a corona discharge. That I sounds say, like, I know. That I sounds know like the, some sort of sun type I say thing. I, yeah, I know the corona has to do with like a area around the sun. I believe. I think maybe. I don't know. I know it's been. I know I've heard that term in reference to the sun before. So. And ignis fatuus is Latin for something. Yes. The end. <laughs> uh, 
For a poisonous luminescent orange fungus, Omphalotus olearius, often found in clusters at the base of hardwood tree stumps. The phrase jack-o'-lantern comes from the 1650s. They've been carving up those orange boys for a long time. I like the the first definition referred to holes being cut to represent human eyes. It used the word human, right? Yes, a hollowed pumpkin with openings cut to represent human eyes, because as we all know... They uh, all are are triangles. triangles. (laughs) And I don't know about you but i have just like one big tooth that's like off to the side yeah and a very very angular nose yeah well okay that one's true uh here's here's what that free open source internet encyclopedia has to say a jack-o'-lantern or jack of the lantern (laughs) it's so dumb it just it just doesn't sound right it's like I didn't realize there was a formal jack-o'-lantern. <laughs> I thought they were all like casual. That's the next jack-o'-lantern I carve. I will make sure he has a bow tie. <laughs> You're Jack of the Lantern. Yes. A carved pumpkin Mister. or turnip lantern, Mister Jack of the Lantern, lantern. associated with the holiday of Halloween and named after the phenomenon of a strange light flickering over peat bogs, called Will o' the Wisp. Or jack-o'-lantern. In a jack-o'-lantern, the top of the pumpkin or turnip is cut off to form a lid. The inside flesh is scooped out. And an image, usually a monstrous or conical face, is carved out of the rind to expose the hollow interior. Etymology. Okay. The term jack-o'-lantern was originally used to describe the visual phenomenon ignis fatuus, known as a will-o'-the-wisp in English folklore. Used especially in East England, its earliest known use dates to the 1660s. The term will-o'-the-wisp uses wisp, a bundle of sticks or paper sometimes used as a torch, and the proper name will, as in William. Thus, will of the torch. The term jack-o'-lantern is of the same construction, jack of the lantern. The carving of vegetables has been a common practice in many parts of the world, and gourds were one of the earliest plant species domesticated by humans circa 10,000 years ago. Interesting. Very interesting. So, And maybe someone was just like, hey, I need a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put a face on it. <laughs> it's just you and me, gourd. Like a... You and me versus the world. Uh, what's... Wilson, the Wilson, the the volleyball. Wilson, I'm sorry. (laughs) Wilson. Oh man, I was talking about this uh, the other day. Um, What's the dumbest thing you've ever cried at? Like, okay, well, uh, movies, movie or TV show, not like in your real life, but like, what's what's just like the dumbest? Like looking back, like you don't know why it made you so sad. Uh, I don't know. I feel like as I've gotten older, I just cry at, like, anything slightly, like, emotional. It doesn't matter what you're watching. If you're just real tired when you watch it, you'll cry at something. Yeah, well, like, watching cable TV, like, any sort of, like, commercial that has to do with, like, parents and their children, I'm like, I miss my parents. (laughs) I miss my mom and dad. 
And you're not just saying that because your mom started listening to this. No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) My parents know that I miss them. I know that I love them very much. You you don't want to say anything to your parents? Nope. (laughs) They're not going to listen to this. We'll edit that out. Hey, Mom. Hey, Dad. You want to listen to me read the dictionary? <laughs> They're not going to get to episode... Four. Four, yeah. <laughs> In fact, if I told them that I was doing this, they would both be like, Why? Why? You should be applying the jobs. Um, I completely got off track. Oh, so the dumbest thing that I've ever... So I've never, like, cried at a movie, like, (laughs) but, like, I've teared up at really stupid things. Uh, For a long time, the winner was uh, Bruce Almighty, that movie where Jim Carrey is God. Yeah. Uh, And there's, he has the one rule, which is that he can't make people fall in love with each other. And then he spies on his wife, Jennifer Aniston. And she's praying for God to make her love Jim Carrey more. And it's the one rule and he can't do anything about it. <laughs> Aww. Uh, that's just like so dumb. Like why <laughs> why did that have such an effect on me? The new winner is the show Animals on HBO. Which is an improvised comedy series that is... Uh, animated after the fact so all these comedians are they inhabit animal bodies um it takes place in the near future but humans have been wiped out the population of new york city has been wiped out by a virus so the animals have taken over there's an episode about dogs that used to have owners and they have become addicted to human touch Oh, you've told me about this before. Like, it makes it, you just talking about it makes me want to cry. <laughs> but yeah, so then they, they pay exorbitant amounts of money, because in the show, animals have money, uh, to rub up against mannequins in an Ikea. No. And it just made, it just got me thinking about addiction, and it was, so it wasn't like the actual, like, content of the show, but it. It what just it made triggered. me think about how addiction like ruins families, and it's like if for humans, if there was a drug that temporarily brought your loved ones back to life from the dead, I would take it all day, every day. I would give away all my worldly possessions to do this drug. So I get it, uh, and that's very sad. The show itself, not so much, but. It, it got me thinking about one thing. It got, I was thinking about another thing. And then the emotions are just flowing and yeah. the tears flowing. Yeah. I mean, usually I cry at stuff that's very appropriate, like Schindler's List or Interstellar. Uh, Interstellar will continue to wreck me. Trick or treat is the next phrase I'm going to read. <laughs> really want to be like go away (laughs) you don't strike me as a as a go away type person no that's i was really sad i think was it last year on halloween the first year i was in this apartment 
I actually had like a few kids come up and like knock on my door and I had kind of prepared. So I had like a few extra like mini Snickers lying around. So I was able to give them candy, but no one came to my door last year. Oh. No more children. No. All all grown up. No. That one year. <laughs> yes, all all within a year. No, I'm sure they went to better neighborhoods, got better candy. They were like, Psh, we don't want her little Snickers. There's nothing fun size about not as much candy. <laughs> the only way the only way it's fun size is because it leaves room in your stomach for a bunch of different types of candy. So you're not just eating one Snickers bar. and It's, then you're it's like, fun because you can have many of them. Yes. <laughs> All right. So trick or treat. A children's Halloween custom in which they call on neighbors using this phrase and threaten to play a trick if a treat is not given. 1940 to 1945. Surprisingly recent. Yeah. I'm sure there's been other terms that are have the same premise that are probably yeah. older, but that term itself is more recent. What does the other source say? Our our free open source. Yep. Oh man, kids in Mexico are rude. <laughs> uh so in Mexico they have those sugar skulls and they're called cala calaveritas. Uh instead of trick or treat Children ask, Me dami calaverita? Will you give me my sugar skull? Uh, it's just like, give me give me some candy. Not even a sugar skull. My, my sugar, sugar skull. skull. You made me a sugar skull, right? Okay, give, give, give me it. I want now. Me, mine. I mean, at least like trick or treat, there's like sort of there's sort of like a pretense of like you have an option. Um, in Britain and Ireland, the tradition of going house to house collecting food at Halloween goes back at least as far as the 16th century, as well as wearing costumes. So they kind of like they go, they kind of go hand in hand. It's like you dress up as somebody else and you go around all your neighbors' houses, begging for food or money. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> some um, some sort of payment for. Not fucking up someone's house. Yeah. <laughs> Simply uh, put. First recorded usage in North America is 1911 in Ontario, Canada. I feel like it it kind of goes along with like Christmas caroling. Yeah. Well, that's we'll get to that when we do our Christmas episode. But I know like that was like if you Pay attention to the lyrics of, oh, what song is it? The one like, we won't go until we get some. Like, we won't go oh, until we get some. You're talking about we wish you a Merry uh, yeah. Christmas? Yeah. As I, like, I want my figgy pudding. Yes. Bring it right here. I was joking, but those are the lyrics to the song. <laughs> I was trying to come up with something shittier than bring it right here, but those are the actual words. <laughs> uh... But now that you mention it, the suspense is going to kill me because now I really want to look up the word wassail. What is wassailing? Where is wassail in like this the song Here We Go a Wassailing? I don't know I don't know the rest of the song with the ba bum ba 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 bum ba da 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 
God bless you and have you wait uh, a happy new year and a something happy new year. Don't know what song I'm referring to. No, I'm it sure would, if I heard like the actual song. It would it would help if uh it would help if I knew the words. But yes, it's Anyways, that's that's months from now. Yeah. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Yeah, I was trying to figure out where trick or treat came from. There is a there is a lengthy history on this internet encyclopedia. Um, in America, it did not become popular until the 1930s when uh, Halloween started to become more commercial. And Makes it became, sense. it became like a, like, Hey, you're going to do Halloween this year. Cause like everybody's doing it. Yeah. Hey, come buy your candy. So you have something to give to these kids that are going to be coming around to your door. The kids are going to be there. Yes. Um, and they won't go until they get some. Yeah, you you remember what happened at Christmas <laughs> with the figgy pudding. When you were slaving over that hot stove. <laughs> I'm just saying, better safe than sorry. Ten months ago. Ghost. <laughs> I like how it didn't take a, a whole bunch of episodes for us to settle into a rhythm. And it's me reading and you doing sound effects. <laughs> Well, I have to contribute some way. (laughs) Noun, the soul of a dead person, a disembodied spirit imagined usually as a vague, shadowy, or evanescent form, as wandering among or haunting living persons. Two, a mere shadow or semblance, a trace. He's a ghost of his former self. I feel like, really, of all the episodes I should be doing a Vincent Price voice... That's, I was kind of thinking about that when you first read the word, like the first word. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you should do that voice. But I didn't want to pressure you into it. He's a ghost of his former self. A remote possibility. He hasn't a ghost of a chance. Ha 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 ha. Sometimes capitalized. A spiritual being. The principle of life, soul, spirit, informal, see ghost writer. Okay. A person who writes one or numerous speeches, books, articles, etc. for another person who is named as or presumed to be the author. Early 1900s. A secondary image, especially one appearing on a television screen as a white shadow caused by poor or double reception or by a defect in the receiver. Also called ghost image. A faint secondary or out of focus image in a photographic print or negative resulting from reflections within the camera lens. An oral word game in which each player in rotation adds a letter to those supplied by preceding players, the object being to avoid ending a word. Hmm. I've never heard of that game. It sounds very hard to play. Yes. Optics, a series of false spectral lines produced by a diffraction grating with unevenly spaced lines. Metalworking, a streak appearing on a freshly machined piece of steel containing impurities. A red blood cell having no hemoglobin. 
of fictitious employee business, etc., fabricated especially for the purpose of manipulating funds or avoiding taxes. Investigation showed a payroll full of ghosts. <laughs> Give up the ghost to die, to cease to function or exist, to ghostwrite a book, speech, etc., to haunt. That just seems lazy, like go- ghosting to be to mean haunting. <laughs> <laughs> do you know doing ghost shit ghost ghost type things engraving to lighten the background of a photograph before engraving to go about or move like a ghost of a sailing vessel to move when there is no perceptible wind Ooh. to pay people for work not performed especially as a way of manipulating funds and then there's also like a new definition because this book is too old which is when you're texting someone and they seem cool and then they just don't text you anymore. Ghosting. Yes. Verb. A much better verb. <laughs> it's a bunch of bullshit. That's that's all I have to say about that. I uh I, I take pride in well I don't know if it's pride, but I've covered my bases. Uh I have I've never ghosted someone. Uh and I was I don't remember why, but I was going back through my text the other day and I realized, like, I am always the the last person to text in any sort, sort of texting conversation. I try to be. I know recently, well, I'd, I'd have to go back and see if, like, the conversation kind of ended. Well, well and, me- like, we just haven't gotten back in contact well let me let me stop you because uh i i was thinking about it i want to say that so ghosting is the worst thing you can ever do to someone and the people who ghost other people are terrible and they should die so what were you gonna say well now i'm just gonna keep my mouth shut (laughs) (laughs) sometimes it is the easiest thing to do yes well no it's just it's a matter of like i don't like i just haven't had time to be like like it's like hey like we need to make plans soon like yes we need to hang out soon but i am also working two jobs and i have a very busy life (laughs) and your podcast is taking off yeah very important looking at my schedule yeah i'm working like 14 days in a row so when when is the next when is your next like uh, Full day off. As of right now, I believe I am actually free this coming Sunday. So, as, and that's as of right now. Who knows what I'm going to be like? Yeah, I'll do something. Because <laughs> this week was going to be pretty open. And then my managers were like, hey, pick up a shift, pick up a shift, pick up a shift. Oh, can you volunteer here? You're, you're getting, uh, Nickel and dimed. For all the money? <laughs> yeah, hopefully hopefully not literally nickel and dimed. Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna... Look. Four more weeks until... Or no. What, like six more weeks until Black Friday? And Christmas season officially, officially starts? Oh, like, I gotta, I gotta start saving up for those Christmas presents. That's... As well as figuring yeah. out what I'm gonna get you. Um, well, I mean, it doesn't have to be anything spectacular. But this is me we're talking about. 
I don't. I don't, try. I try to go all out. Don't I guess. Get, don't get crazy with it. <laughs> uh, so etymology comes before nine before the year nine hundred. For ghosts. For ghosts. Uh, and pretty. It's it's a good change. Middle it comes from the Middle English, uh, goost. <laughs> goost. Goost. Uh, which comes from the Old English, geist. <laughs> which comes from German, geist, which means spirit. Like poltergeist. Like poltergeist, which if uh, I don't remember what polter means, literally, but it's like. Noisy ghost. It's like, this ghost is a douche. He creates a ruckus. Yeah. Stacking up my chairs when I'm not looking. <laughs> uh, and there's also, um, well, the the word that came to my mind was zeitgeist, which is, in German, it translates to the spirit of the times. Mm-hmm. It's a very common fashion term. Yeah, because you have to you have to know if your piece will be accepted. Is it does it does it speak to the now? Yeah, yeah, man. Monster noun, not to be confused with monster, which is specifically a basketball playing alien <laughs> from the movie Space Jam. Monster. A legendary animal combining features of animal and human form or having the forms of various animals in combination as a centaur, griffin, or sphinx. Any creature so ugly or monstrous as to frighten people. Any animal or human grotesquely deviating from the normal shape, behavior, or character. A person who excites horror by wickedness, cruelty, etc. Any animal or thing huge in size. Biological term, an animal or plant of abnormal form or structure as from marked malformation or the absence of certain parts or organs. A grossly anomalous fetus or infant, especially one that is not viable. Anything unnatural or monstrous. Adjective, huge, enormous, monstrous. A monster tree! Uh, Comes from 1250 to 1300, late 1200s. A uh, Latin monstrum, portent, unnatural event, equivalent to monir, warning. So, yeah, some sort of warning. Here comes a creature. Can you read, I think it was the first one again? A legendary animal combining features of animal and human form. Or having the forms of various animals in combination, as a centaur, griffin, or sphinx. Hmm, that's interesting, because I wouldn't... I guess I think more of monsters in the term of something that would frighten. Yeah. And I don't find those creatures frightening. If you saw one in real life, though, it would ruin your day. Not necessarily. That'd be pretty cool. I don't know. I don't... I mean, the closest that I'll get to, like, uh, a, a, like a real monster, probably be like a mule. A mule? A mule. It's not, That's half horse, half donkey. That's fucked up. Does that frighten you? I mean, they kick real hard. 
<laughs> a liger. I recently learned this. Do you know there's a difference between a liger and a tigon? They no. both exist. What's the difference? I forget, but it's the <laughs> one. One of them has a lion for a dad and a tiger for a mom, and the other one is the other way around. Okay. I imagine liger is lion for a dad, tiger for a mom, and tigon is tiger for a dad, lion for a mom. I wonder. Do you do you think it's in this dictionary? Do you think I could look it up easily? You can try. Because we can always edit it out later. Liger. Noun. The offspring of a male lion and a female tiger. Nice. Called it. <laughs> Sinister adjective. Threatening or portending evil, harm, or trouble. Ominous. A sinister remark. Bad, evil, base, or wicked. His sinister purposes. Unfortunate, disastrous, unfavorable. A sinister accident. Of or on the left side. Left. Heraldry. Noting the side of an escutcheon or achievement of arms that is to the left of the bearer, as opposed to Dexter. Comes from 1375-1425. Late 1300s, early 1400s. Uh, from Latin sinister, on the left hand or side. Hence, unfavorable or injurious. And I always thought the word sinister is very interesting to me because um, there's just something throughout history that no one likes a left-hander. <laughs> um, the, you know, because they're like 10% of all people are left-handed. Yeah. So do you know anyone who's left-handed? I do. My good friend Kirby, whose house we stayed at in Sacramento when we went down down there earlier this summer. Um, he's a left-hander. My dad is left-handed. Doesn't get much closer than that. No. Unless I was left-handed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so people who are left-handed, is uh, back in the day it was commonly thought that they there was something wrong with them. Yeah. They had, like, mental health issues or something. It's like, why do you keep using your left hand or right? That's weird. Are you, yeah. Don't. Do you need a doctor? Are you in league with the devil? Perhaps? Um, but they're really just rad people. Yeah. Because, you know, um, the devil is all about the left hand. He, like, he's just, he's just super into left-handed stuff. And it's, <laughs> if you think about it, it's kind of weird, like, where did that come from? Yeah. This is great. Minion. Minion. Yes. <laughs> Noun, a servile follower or subordinate of a person in power. A favored or highly regarded person. A minor official. A seven-point type. So it comes from Old French. Mignon. 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 Dainty. <laughs> it's made its way all the way to the present day well okay now because of certain movies that exist out in the world it means something different yes but for a while it was like an evil henchman but really it just means just like just a little guy it's a wee one just a wee one yeah <laughs> and now everyone thinks of uh yellow it's like a creature, it's, but 
It's like a it's like a walking Tylenol <laughs> in overalls. <laughs> or not Tylenol. Tylenol's white. Like a what's what's yellow? Nuprin. Little yellow, different. Uh it's a walking Nuprin. <laughs> Don't. It's like the peanut butter M&M except they suck. Or not peanut butter M&M, peanut, peanut M&M. You know, the one that's voiced by J.K. Simmons. The most ridiculous, unnecessary thing I've ever heard. Apparently, the the gibberish language that they speak is a real language mm-hmm. that, like, someone came up with. And, like, I'm, I'm already, like, like, we were watching that Eric Singer Wired video on fake languages. Yeah. And they were talking about, like, Dothraki and Klingon and stuff. Like, I already am, like, kind of iffy on those, and they, like, help with, like, world building. Minions didn't need their own language to be a real thing. That's not... Who, like, who does that serve? It's a kid's movie. Yeah, you can't understand it anyways. Yeah, well, apparently you can. Well, yeah. If you know it. Villain. Noun. <laughs> Yes. Villain. Noun. A cruelly malicious or evil person. A scoundrel. Abby is putting her pinky up to her mouth. A character in a play, novel, or the like who constitutes an important evil agency in the plot. Villain. I don't know what that means, so I'm going to go look. It's going to be on the same... Oh. Just just a few down. Villain? V- okay, you, you can pronounce it villain. A member of a class of partially, partially free persons under the feudal system. This doesn't sound as scary. <laughs> Who were serfs with respect to their lord, but had the rights and privileges of freemen with respect to others. Um, yeah, this one... I wonder if this one, if there's additional info on this one. That I can find. Because uh, this one is another, like, how, like, the definition of words shifts over time. Because mm-hmm. a villain used to be, like, just a guy. Yeah. It was just, like, a guy who lived in a in a town. Wait, scroll, scroll back up and show me that picture. <laughs> it's Snidely Whiplash. Nice. There we go. Etymology. Descends from the late Latin word villainus, meaning farmhand, in the sense of someone who is bound to the soil of a villa, which is to say worked on the equivalent of a plantation in late antiquity in Italy or Gaul. The same etymology produced villain, which is I just read the definition for, referred to a person of less than knightly status and so came to mean a person who was not chivalrous and polite. As a result of many unchivalrous and evil acts such as treachery or rape, being considered villainous in the modern sense of the word, it became used as a term of abuse and eventually took on its modern meaning. The Germanic word churl, originally meaning a non-servile peasant and denoting the lowest rank of freemen in Saxon society, had gone through a similar degradation, as did the word boor, which originally just meant farmer. Okay. So it went from, we're just like, hey... Stop acting like a guy who works on a farm. What, were you born in a barn? And it, and it eventually turned into like, hey, asshole. <laughs> Where are your manners? And then it turned into like, 
Why did you kill my family? Why are you so mean? Why are you such a villain? You're a monster. But you should just be like, oh, that's a creature you don't see every day. Well, I have a little list here. Do you want to... I was just going to go down the list, but any of these speak to you? Um, let's do... Well, we already kind of covered skeleton. Did we? Well, we talked about... We talked about skeletons. <laughs> we talked about the human body. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's do... Spooky. Spoopy. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be one of those words where like, you see the, the etymology and it's just like real dumb. Spring. Spoon. Sponge. Well, that doesn't help. No, do we need to skip it? Uh, no. I'll just do a little. I'll just do a little extra research, and all the silence. We can edit that out later. I don't know where the singing came from, but I'm I'm <laughs> running with it. Uh, spook, informal, a ghost or specter, a ghost writer, an eccentric person. Very important. Disparaging and offensive slang. A black person. An espionage agent or spy it can also be a verb to haunt, inhabit, or appear in or to, to in, inhabit or appear in or to as a ghost or specter. That's a lot of prepositional phrases all bunched <laughs> together. Appear in or to as a ghost or specter. Informal, to frighten or scare. Informal, to become frightened or scared. The fish spooked at any disturbance in the pool. I was going to say the definitions, a lot of the definitions seem very familiar to the ones of ghosts. Yeah, so spook actually comes from, in Dutch, ghost is spook. Nice. So it's just like literally yeah. just the Dutch word for ghosts. Uh, so a thing that is spooky is like or befitting a spook or ghost. Suggestive of spooks. Eerie. Scary. Or... <laughs> Nervous or skittish, but you only use it when referring to horses. <laughs> but I was looking at this, so, uh, coin 1850, American. Etymology. Spook plus E. <laughs> so I was like, I, we gotta, we gotta dig a little deeper on that one. Um, yeah, Skellington. Gotta... Go find, go find, go find those spooky, scary skeletons. Oh, shit. This one comes with a picture. Check out this Ooh. picture. It's got a little diagram. Shows you what all the stuff is. Nice. All the cool. La labeled parts. All the cool shit. Yeah. Um, skeleton. Now, the bones of a human or an animal considered as a whole together forming the framework of the body. Any of various structures forming a rigid framework in an invertebrate. An emaciated person or animal. A supporting framework as of a leaf building or ship. An outline as of a literary work. The skeleton of the plot. Something reduced to its essential parts. Skeleton at the feast. A person or thing that casts gloom over a joyful occasion. A note or reminder of sorrow in the midst of joy. Skeleton in the closet or skeleton in the cupboard. Which I've 
personally have never heard. Well, we also don't. As I wonder if that's more of a British quite thing, possibly since we don't. This dictionary really is like have, real big on British stuff. Yeah, we don't use like cupboards for storage unless if it's like specifically in the kitchen. A family scandal that is concealed to avoid public disgrace, any embarrassing, shameful, or damaging secret. Adjective. Of or pertaining to a skeleton. Like or being a mere framework, reduced to the essential or minimal parts or numbers. Skeleton crew. Um, 1570, Greek. Mummy. Noun. Use of new, new, neutral? I guess, is that N-E-U-T, of skeletos, dried up, which comes from skeleton, which is too dry. So I guess it comes from, once your bones are on the outside, they're not wet anymore. True. Very true. Wet with, wet with that, that bone juice. <laughs> um, I get made fun of a lot for this, but there's a... There's a, a meme on the internet that it it gets it just gets me right here and I don't know why, but it bone hurting juice. I believe it started out with a Winnie the Pooh comic that someone uh mangled and it's Winnie the Pooh eating honey and Tigger comes up and he says, But Pooh, that's not honey, that's bone hurting juice. <laughs> and then the final the final panel is Winnie the Pooh continuing to eat the honey and then there's a speech bubble that just says, Oof, ouch, owie, my bones. <laughs> and it's so <laughs> dumb, and I feel bad that it makes me laugh as hard as it does. <laughs> but I cannot stop just, like, thinking just, just, like, Oof, ouch, owie, my bones. But, like, you just keep eating it, the honey, because it's so good, I guess. Especially, like, someone as, like, innocent as Winnie yeah. the Pooh. yeah. Uh, there's a there's another one where it's a it's a superhero who's who's eating a box of powder. Okay. And the box is labeled powder that makes you say, doesn't taste like powder to me. And then the next panel is just him going, doesn't taste like powder to me. <laughs> like it's so fucking dumb. <laughs> but they all make me laugh really hard because maybe I just like anti jokes. Maybe that's all it is. Um so that's skeletons. Cool. I got I got way off track for that one. Yeah, what happens? Let's gotta stay on brand. So now I'm checking out witches and wizards, and this will probably be like the last time we ever reach the W's again. I was thinking about this the other day. Like the only way we'd ever get through this this dictionary is if we started doing like five hour long episodes, and we did it like every day because it was our job. There's just there's just too many too many words for all the words. There are a lot of words. Words? You ever, you ever think about words? In like in like how many there are? Because every page has got at least like thirty. There's two thousand pages. <laughs> That's the first number that popped into my head was ten. <laughs> there's way more than ten. There's got to be way more than ten <laughs> words. I mean, think about it. It's like the, of, and, in, but, 
uh, is, uh, then, would, and some. There's got to be more than that. That's ten words. I just I just said a bunch more words after that. There's got to be at least like fifty words per page. Uh, it's not fifty words per page. It's, no, I say it's probably closer to like thirty. Thirty yeah. words per page. Which is in words. Which noun? A person now, especially a woman, used to be gender neutral. Who professes or is supposed to practice magic, especially black magic or the black art. Sorceress. See also warlock. An ugly or mean old woman. Or hag. Aww. The old witch who used to own this building. A person who uses a divining rod. Or dowser. To bring by or as by witchcraft. She witched him into going, to effect as if by witchcraft, bewitch or charm, of or pertain to or designed as a protection against witches. Before 900, Old English comes from Wicca, is a feminized form of Wicca, which in Old English meant wizard. And in the etymology, in the parentheses, it says see also Wicked, which is interesting. <laughs> I just said wicked witch. <laughs> but here I go, down the rabbit hole. Go. 1225, Middle English, wicked, equivalent to wiki, bad. Uh, adjective use of Old English, wicca, wizard. So, a, a wicca was a wizard and wiki was bad, so... Wiki Wicca. Bad wizard. <laughs> what the fuck? Don't. I mean, you'll. You might summon some sort of magic. Magic user. Which I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to come back to this because I looked it up because I remembered there was a difference between a wizard and a warlock and a sorcerer. And a big part of it is where the the source of their powers comes from. Okay. But there's there's different like there's different um, um, instances where you're supposed to use wizard, warlock, sorcerer, mage, and enchanter. And they also they fall under the umbrella. There's also magicians, and they fall under the umbrella of magic users. Okay. This this is not information that I know, so I'm very interested. Um, so wizards, uh, the implication with an actual like wizard is that magic is a skill that a non magical person can learn. So a wizard has devoted their life to learning how to do magic, and magic is a force that can be affected by non-magical persons. Okay. A sorcerer is a... um, So, wizard is Maybelline, sorcerer, maybe she's born with it. (laughs) Uh, uh, Sorcerer is... Your father was a sorcerer, and your father before him was a sorcerer. 
and it's it's like a heritage yeah it's like being a jedi you got the midi chlorians in there and they let you affect the force but like in a cooler way um and then a warlock is someone who will say made a deal with the devil or something like that you can actually you can kind of hear it in the word warlock Mm -hmm. like it's not like a like a wizard is like you could be like a cool guy like (laughs) yeah like i'm a wizard uh (laughs) but like the voices is like wizard and like sorcerer warlock you know Mm -hmm. you know like so i'm a warlock what are you gonna do you know not but, not as fun loving. But dad, I don't want to be a sorcerer. I just want to dance. <laughs> um, and then so, which apparently used to be gender neutral, but is now refers to specifically a female magic practitioner. Oh, also magicians and enchanters are. Sort of the implication is that magic is not real, and these are people who use tricks to deceive people. Okay. Um, an enchanter is kind of has a foot in both worlds because an enchanter is someone who enchants others, and it can either be just through the powers of deception using their own personal like charisma or whatever, or like real magic. Okay. Uh, cool. But also. Magicians and enchanters, they don't have, they can't control nature or animals or conjure, like, matter. It's, they're real good at finding out which card is yours. Okay. Yeah. Tricks. Trixie. Yes. Bag of tricks. So, I hope, I hope you, you learned something just now and that you found it interesting i did thank you great oh and then imagine is just imagine like short for magic user because it it's or it's like it's it's mage or mag i think they're interchangeable but it's also or it's also kind of in a more general sense it's just like just like a like someone who's just really smart no oh, you're flipping far flipping. into the beginning flipping yeah, I wanted to also see, because I was thinking about witches and wizards and warlocks and sorcerers and mages and enchanters and magicians, and it got me thinking, I wanted to see what was the difference, if there is one, between a, a devil and a demon. And we know, we, we always, we know that, like, there's, like, the devil, mm-hmm. Satan, Lucifer, Beelzebub, Mephistopheles, Asmodeus. Sure. Belial. Okay. All different names for the same. So, the like, same there, guy. there is the great a, Satan. There's a devil, but there are there's the different. Devil. No, they're all different names for the same guy. No, no, there are different demons. Yes. So one versus many. Yes. But what does the book say? Funny enough. If you're talking about the Bible, it doesn't say anything. And that's real weird to think about, how the devil does not show up in the Christian Bible. His representatives, like the serpent in the book of Genesis, or the Antichrist in the book of Revelations, but 
the devil himself or the people that were um when Jesus goes out in the desert for 40 days and he's fasting or whatever i don't remember exactly what it is but he like he meets people out there and they're trying to get him to like stop what he's doing abandon his path yeah jesus stop being so jesusy <laughs> trying to mislead him yes misguide devil comes from the greek it's a very old word uh comes from the greek diabolos for satan which translates to uh slanderer and also there's also diabolin diab diabolane to assault someone's character and where diabolane comes from and i'm probably saying that wrong i apologize to everyone out there in podcast land uh the the literal translation of diabolane is to throw an accusation at someone so hmm. balane means throw uh so in- interesting so when you, when, you, when you get down to it the devil is just like a guy who likes to talk shit yeah i heard what you're saying about me come over here and say it to my face <laughs> Demon, an evil spirit, devil or fiend, an evil passion or influence, a person considered extremely wicked, evil or cruel, a person with great energy, drive, etc. He's a demon for work. A person, especially a child who is very mischievous. His younger son is a real little demon. Demon, but with a D-A-E. Day-day-mon. Australian slang, a policeman, especially a detective. <laughs> Of pertaining to characteristic of or noting a demon, possessed or controlled by a demon. 1350, Latin demonian, demonium, comes from Greek daemonion, a thing of divine nature in Jewish and Christian writers, evil spirit. But now I need to see, what's this demon with an A? Who thought that was a good idea? Classical mythology, a god, a subordinate deity as the genius of a place or a person's attendant spirit. Okay. So it it can also be just like neutral, a spirit that stays with you. Comes from Greek, daemon, a deity, fate, or fortune, which comes from deis, die, to distribute. Just keep learning cool things. Yeah. This is a good idea. Thank you. This is a good idea that you had, and I feel like we should point that out. <laughs> and then, I, well, I took it and ran with it because you originally were just like, "What is what? What about Halloween?" I'm like, "What? What about doing holiday episodes?" Yeah, how, as, how, as we approach a holiday. That's true. I do consider the Halloween season to be more just like pre-Christmas. Yeah. Pre-gaming for Christmas, I I'm kind of bummed. That I'm pretty much just going to be working for the Halloween season. Me too. Um, I think I'm doing a show on the 26th. Maybe. I don't remember. It's either the 26th or the 27th, whichever day I have a opening shift. <laughs> but beyond that, there's no like parties or anything. I'm a, I'm a sad man. I have a few invites to parties. Did you not get Tony's? Okay, yeah, true. I got them, but like, I have to see if I can make an appearance. Yeah. Also, I need a costume. 
Yeah. Um. You're not gonna go with your uh, mac and cheese. No, I only did that because I had yellow pants, and the yellow pants I busted the zipper on them. No. Because I just I thought I could I could do lunges and jeans. <laughs> I can't. Stare <coughs> verb to can, fill, can, especially with can, fear. Can you restart since I coughed? Right okay, are you going to continue coughing? No. Okay. I had to clear my throat, and I thought I could get it out before he started. Scare verb to fill, especially suddenly with fear or terror, frightened, alarm, to become frightened. A horse that scares easily. This dictionary what? loves horses. Yes, I love it. Uh, informal to obtain with effort, find or gather to scare up some money. A sudden fright or alarm, especially with little or no reason. A time or condition of alarm or worry. For three months, there was a war scare. Eleven fifty to twelve hundred from Middle English scaring, old from Old Norse skira to frighten. Derivative of skjar, timid or shy. Uh, and then it doesn't say what it is, but then that comes from skir. But just, it doesn't say what that means. <laughs> so that's what's that's where scare came from. Is to scare. it's to make to make someone shy or timid. Oh. oh, oh no! Help! Help me! Help me! I'm scared. That, if I heard that, and I was in a house where I thought I was alone, I I'd would be, be scared. Uh, I would be out that door. <laughs> For sure. But what if that's where the voice is coming from? Then do you stay in? What do you do then? Uh, I don't know. Fright. Sudden and extreme fear, a sudden terror. A person or thing of shocking, grotesque, or ridiculous appearance. To frighten. This is another one where it doesn't say what it means. Uh, before 900 comes from Old English Freitu Feierto, akin to German Furcht. Furcht. Here goes nothing. Dude. Let, let's check another source. Checking our sources is fun to do, and it's good to keep things accurate. Always, always got to add a good clap. Furcht is German for fear. And also the, the first thing that came up was uh, awful. <laughs> this one, I... Yeah, we'll just look it up. We'll, we're doing it for everything else. Might as well. Because there's, there's a specific thing I wanted to talk about. But... Um, We'll we'll talk about the uh, the definitions because that's the thing that we do on this podcast. So let's continue with that trend. Oh, it's a horse diagram. Thank you for showing me that picture. This dictionary wants you to know all the parts of the horse, like the withers and the gaskin, and the fetlock, and then uh, how to measure the girth. Oh, gotta know how girthy your horse is. See if he's a big boy. Yeah. He, he or she's a big a, a one. Round, a round boy. Yeah. Horror. An overwhelming and painful feeling caused by something frightfully shocking, terrifying, or revolting. A shuddering fear to shrink back from a mutilated corpse in horror. I, this dictionary went there. Yeah. It's on board. 
anything that causes such a feeling, killing, looting, and other horrors of war, such a feeling as a quality or condition to have known the horror of slow starvation, a strong aversion or abhorrence to have a horror of emotional outbursts, informal, something considered bad or tasteless, that wallpaper is a horror. The party was a horror. <laughs> Horrors, informal, see delirium tremens, extreme depression, inspiring or creating horror, loathing, aversion, etc. The hostages told horror stories of their year in captivity. Centered upon or defecting terrifying or macabre events, a horror movie. Interjection. Horrors! Used as a mild expression of dismay, surprise, disappointment, etc. Um, horror, 1520 to 1530, horror comes from Latin horror, comes from horror, to bristle with fear. See also horrendous. Going back to the T's. If there's any linguistics nerds who are listening to this, they'll know exactly where I'm headed. I'm very excited to find out. Searching. Searching. Terror. Noun. Intense, sharp, overmastering fear. To be frantic with terror. An instance or cause of intense fear or anxiety. Quality of causing terror. To be a terror to evildoers. Any period of frightful violence or bloodshed likened to the reign of terror in France. A violence or threats of violence used for intimidation or coercion terrorism informal a person or thing that is especially annoying or unpleasant 1325 1375 latin terrare to frighten so this has this has a little thing in the synonyms mm -hmm. but i also found it on the free internet encyclopedia there is a there is a distinction between horror and terror even though they are the same feeling Terror is uh, comes from the suspense that something bad might happen, mm -hmm. or it is going to happen very soon. Horror comes from, say, a mutilated corpse. So the reaction to the event. Yes. You react with horror. So there's terror, and then there's horror. Yes. There's, okay. there's terror, and then there is horror. That, that's... That's actually very interesting to know. <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah. And I'm like, that's why are you telling me this? We've been talking for an hour and a half now. Uh, that's why, because I some of this stuff is cool. Yay! Terror implies an intense fear that is somewhat prolonged and may refer to imagined or future dangers. Frozen with terror. Horror implies a sense of shock at a danger that is also evil, and the danger may be to others rather than to oneself. To recoil in horror. Um, what does the internet say? The distinction between horror and terror is a standard literary and psychological concept applied especially to gothic and horror fiction. Terror is usually described as the feeling of dread and anticipation that precedes the horrifying experience. By contrast, horror is the feeling of revulsion that usually follows a frightening sight, sound, or otherwise experience. It is the feeling one gets after coming to an awful realization or experiencing a deeply unpleasant occurrence. In other words, horror is more related to being shocked or scared, being horrified, while terror is more related to being anxious or fearful. Horror has also been defined as a combination of terror and revulsion. 
Stephen King says, I recognize terror as the finest emotion, and so I will try to terrorize the reader. But if I find that I cannot terrify, I'll try to horrify. And if I find that I cannot horrify, I'll go for the gross out. I'm not proud. <laughs> Which is funny because we were just talking about Maximum Overdrive last episode, right? I was talking about the one ACDC album that yeah. I own. Yeah, Maximum Overdrive. Stephen King goes for terror and it's a swing and a miss. And then the one word that you contributed, although I'm totally down to do more if you thought of any in the last hour and a half, costume. Yay! Brian needs a costume. Just, can you use it in a sentence, please? Country of origin. Oh, hmm. Sorry, I just I came across the word coven, which I thought was oh. prescient. Yeah. An assembly of witches, especially a group of 13, which comes from the 1500s. Uh, it is an archaic version of the word convent, which is it, sort of a, a, a perversion of the word convent. Costume. A style of dress including accessories and hairdos, especially that peculiar to a nation, region, group, or historical period. Dress or garb characteristic of another period, place, person, etc. as worn on the stage or at balls. Fashion of dress appropriate to a particular occasion or season. Dancing costume, winter costume. <laughs> a set of garments, especially women's garments, selected for wear at a single time. Outfit or ensemble. To dress, furnish with a costume, provide appropriate dress for it. To costume a play. Of or characterized by the wearing of costumes. A costume party. Meant for use with or appropriate to a specific costume. Costume accessories. Comes from the 1700s. And I don't know what this means, but it comes from Italian? Usage, habit, or dress. Doublet of custom. So I think it wants me to go check out the definition for custom and apply it to this. But that doesn't make sense, but I'm going to do it. Okay. Which is sort of how I operate. Latin consuetudo, which is just to, to become accustomed to. That's confusing, but it kind it kind of looks like what they mean is the original meaning of the word custom is like custom clothing. Which makes sense because costume in the terms of clothing, having something specific for a specific event, you would probably, especially a long time ago, you would have all your clothes made for you. Yeah. If you were I, of a certain. Yeah, if I remember correctly. Back in the day, didn't you get, like, sewn into your pants or something like that? I'm not sure. But a lot of, maybe not sewn in, but at least a lot of items had some sort of, like, corseting to them where you yeah. had to kind of is made for tie you yourself in. <laughs> it's made for you and nobody else. <laughs> this, is, this is yours. I mean, you're also not going to share it because you're not going to wash it. Yeah. Well, you back then barely washed yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the clothes were the barrier between you yes. and the dirt. 
So it was like, why, uh, why bother? Yeah. I think we should end this with one more word. Haunt? Didn't even cross my mind. Haunt? Haunt. I'll get there. Ooh, another horse. Is <laughs> a picture of another horse? Yes, a different horse. And that horse had shit all over him. He was a special horse. Yeah. He he had responsibilities. <laughs> haunt. Verb. Uh, apparently you can also pronounce it hant. Uh, okay. We both made faces yeah. just now. Hant. Hmm. To visit habitually or appear too frequently as a spirit or ghost. To haunt a house. To haunt a person. To recur persistently to the consciousness of remain with memories of love haunted him. To visit frequently. Go to often. He haunted the galleries and bars that the artists went to. To frequent the company of be often with. He haunted famous men hoping to gain celebrity for himself. To disturb or distress cause to have anxiety, trouble, worry. His youthful escapades came back to haunt him. To reappear continually as a spirit or ghost, to visit habitually or regularly, to remain persistently, loiter, stay, or linger. A uh, haunt can also be a noun, a place frequently visited. Or a, could, a haunt could be a ghost, but that sounds... So ghost can be a verb and haunt can be a noun. What even is real anymore? Okay, and the world is upside down. I was I was ghosted by a haunt. <laughs> um, twelve hundreds, haunting comes from old French hanter, which is to frequent a location, which comes from old Norse heimte, which is to go home. <laughs> Do you say twelve hundreds? Twelve hundreds, yeah. Oh. Wasn't that the same time period as monster? That was too long ago. I don't... <laughs> that was too early in the episode to remember. Uh, Yeah, 12, 1250s. 1250 to 1300 for Monster. And 1200 to 1250 for Haunt. Cool. So, I mean, we've been surrounded by spooky shit for a long time. I think, I think a lot of things that scare us, you know, uh, there's not a lot of credence to... Uh, evolutionary biology or evolutionary psychology um and it's it's really easy to sort of explain away like a lot of stuff by saying like oh humans evolved such and such a way with no evidence whatsoever Mm -hmm. Uh, but i do think it is true that everyone is a little afraid of the unknown and that's where ghosts came from humans are afraid of their own bodies and their own bodies' capabilities, and that ties in with mortality. And that's where vampires and zombies and skeletons and, and ghosts and a human turning into yeah. another thing, and why we're so grossed out by gore is when the stuff that's inside of us comes out. We don't like that. No, it's real. Well, it's it's usually not a good thing. It's never a good thing <laughs> when the insides of you are outside. 
And I think the like the whole monster thing, part of it is the unknown, but there's always one of the animals that it's like one of the animals that's mixed in there is an animal that we've grown to be afraid of. Like think about how many of them are like lions or snakes Mm -hmm. or both. It's things that like we know we're supposed to stay away from them and that it activates that part of our brain. And I'm sure someone somewhere can listen to this episode and be like, Brian is so wrong. Here's all the ways he's wrong. I'm putting them in an email right now and sending it to them. But I look forward to that day because, you know, they say scientists love to be wrong because that means they've made a discovery. (laughs) And maybe that doesn't apply to this, but I love to be right. And being wrong is the first step towards being right. Nice. Well said. I'd like to invite our listeners to email us. With how uh, wrong I am. No. <laughs> well, you you can do that too. Among other but, things. Um to email us at all the words podcast at gmail dot com with the words you would like us to cover when we do our Thanksgiving episode. Yeah. What kind of words? Um I mean obviously Obviously cent- obviously centered around Thanksgiving and Definitely stuffing. 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 Um, I want to know, what's the etymology of cornbread? Why do they call it that? Is it because it's bread and one of the ingredients is cornmeal? Never well, mind. Poss- solved it. Is it possibly? But maybe there's something more to know. We'll find out. Who even knows? Like cranberry sauce? It is a sauce made of cranberries. Mm-hmm. Solved that one too. Okay. That one, it might be a much shorter episode than the Halloween <laughs> episode. I forgot to drop this knowledge. I looked it up. There's no Halloween Island. There's Christmas Island, so named because it was discovered on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. There's Easter Island, so named because it was discovered on Easter. Those are the those are really in the Pacific Ocean. Those are the only two islands that are named after holidays. I thought there might be a Halloween Island. There is not. I thought there might be just like some sort of like Halloween town. There's not. Well, you. Do you know where we live super close to? Speaking of Halloween Town. Where? We live super close to St. Helens, which is where they filmed the Disney movie Halloween Town. I did not know that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's a few weeks ago they had a huge parade and they at Halloween they celebrate this and like decorate the whole town like the movie. Cool. Yeah, it's on my list to hopefully drive up there and go take a look around before Halloween. If maybe on my day, maybe on my next day off. We'll see. A lot of my friends have pulled out their old VHS copies of Hocus Pocus. A lot of them have said it does not hold up. No, probably not. I think I I have Hocus Pocus. And then I have Halloween Town too. Yeah. And Tower of Terror. All, yeah. all those good old... Disney movies to and we have both watch. Adam's Family movies. Yes, they do. Adam's Family and Adam's Family Values. Yeah. Which they had. There's some. There's some good moments in there. Yeah. Yeah. To be continued. Thank you to Tall Ships for the use of our theme song. Words are pigs upon which we hang ideas. Uh, it's a very good song. You should go check out Tall Ships. 
we really need to find out like what they're doing now because Tall Ships broke up. I'm sure they're doing there's like some other band that we could be plugging for them. Maybe. But they're very good. You should go listen to that. You should also listen to the song Books, which was like our backup <laughs> theme song idea. Uh, and also Melissa Duffy for designing our logo and graphics. They're very good and I like them. I love that there's one of the books on the shelf just is called Eop. And uh, <laughs> I, whenever I see it, I say it out loud just nice. like that because it's an E and an O. But there's definitely there's a right way to say the name of that book. I think you nailed it. Once again, I have been and will continue to be Brian Fernando. I have and will continue to be Abby Touchet. And these were... I won't do it again. All these, the spooky words. All the spooky words. All the words Halloween edition. Nobody can learn all those words. I'm going to bed.